Well, West Tigers fans, for years we called for it. Our beloved club's owners finally listened, and we now move forward without Justin Pascoe and Lee Hadjipantelis. It's a dawn of a new era. We haven't had much to celebrate lately, but we are definitely going to do that tonight on the West Life podcast. Welcome in, West Tigers fans, to a very, 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 very special edition of the West Life podcast. It's the the middle of December. It's hot. It's um, the middle of the off season. Missing footy, but um, a slow news day today, boys. Possibly not much to talk about tonight. No, of course we are going live tonight. We promised as soon as something happened with our West Tigers, uh, Rob was uh, feeding our Patreon Discord members with a bit of bit of inside knowledge uh, in the leaks the weeks leading up to this. So um, patreon.com forward slash WestLifePod if you want to join the fun. Uh, I've got a few questions and that's some contributions and some very happy, happy uh, West Tigers fans in that Discord. Uh, today, since the last, what, the, the news dropped, what, just before three o'clock this afternoon. So uh it's 8 30 as we go live tonight so the news drops uh trying to do the math here four hours four hours four and a half hours ago is that right 8 30 no five uh enough of my bad maths um i got my beloved co-hosts of the last few painstaking seasons as west tigers fans i'll go to as the stats man First, uh, you're still probably a bit happy that your Cincinnati Bengals got up uh, yesterday, as and now this news this afternoon. Yeah, g'day, Josh. G'day, Rob. G'day, everyone who's tuning and listening in. Yeah, excellent yesterday. Bengals got a W um, yesterday morning, and I also got to watch my Sydney Sixers get a W yesterday as well with the big bash in full swing. So starting to look like a better time for the vast majority of my teams, and Today's news is uh, absolutely sensational. I kind of look at it as a bit of a, um, the or referring to the club as somewhat of a phoenix at the moment. It died as we knew, as we knew it, um, and it's now being reborn from those ashes into what is definitely going to be a new era now. Hmm. Uh, not like the Phoenix Suns, who uh, seem to choke every year. Let's not remind them who they lost to last year, but it's a rugby league pod. Let's not get into uh, basketball before I get any more complaints. Uh, let's go to a man. So this this guy, three years ago, he came on this show when I was doing it solo back in the day, and he had the rant of all rants um, that sent out yeah, my little show viral, and he pleaded with West Tigers that they needed a change in leadership, that the club was going backwards. And for the past three years, we've suffered together through those embarrassments on and off the field as West Tigers fans, empty promises, being told to keep the faith. And, uh, well, the flame of faith, that's almost well and truly burnt out. And for this five-decade long tiger, Rob Bashara has your phone stop buzzing this afternoon and... <laughs> uh, Tell the world they're all waiting. They want to know how you're feeling right now. 
Uh, well, good day, firstly, boys. Good day, everyone tuning in. It's a it's a really special day. Um, I was actually driving home from got a game of golf in today for the first time in about five weeks, and I was driving up my street, which is quite a long street, and I I just turned on the street, and my phone just started going off. I was getting beeps, notifications, phone started ringing. I knew something was going on. As I parked, I found out what had gone on and then got inside and I was basically on the phone all afternoon, all evening. Got to see my mum for half an hour. Got a little bit of grace there, put my phone down and hit it. And, um, yeah, just Twitter's going off. Messages, you know, text messages, phone calls. Everyone's just so happy and so pleased. And it's, it's hilarious that they're pleased for me. I'm pleased for them. Like, this is all of us. This is great news for all of us. Um, there's hope now. You know, there's a lot of relief, a lot of joy, but there's hope. And that's all we could ask for. Absolutely, yep. We, um, we'll get into it more, but we really want to... Uh, a new new era for us as well. So, uh, look, we'll go through it formally for those who are living under a rock and don't know. So, this is as the West Tigers uh, website stated today. West Tigers shareholders have today amount, announced major changes to the management of the club following an independent governance and culture review. Uh, it also follows a resignation of Chief Executive Justin Pascoe, who believes the review marks the right time for the club to make a fresh start. Uh, the West Tigers are grateful for Justin's leadership and believe he will be successful in his future endeavours. Holman Barnes Group Chairman Tony Ak Andrea Achiol? Andrea I was just, okay, um, I went too Italian on that one, uh, said the shareholders had accepted the recommendations of the review to appoint an interim chairman and interim chief executive officer to take the club forward. The West Magpies and Balmain Tigers said they fully support the refresh aimed at delivering long-term success for the club. Uh, the key changes are Premier Barry O'Farrell will be interim chairman. Uh, he was previously chairman in 2019 uh, before he became High Commissioner to India. Uh, Shane Richardson is the interim CEO. Mr. Richardson has more than 30 years' experience in club management. Uh, CEO of the Penrith Panthers, 2002-2004, and so when they won the comp, 2003, and he was CEO of the Rabbitohs uh, between 2004 and 2015. They won the comp in 2014, so he's hoping that's uh, an omen there. Uh, a new interim board has been appointed to see the implementation of the review recommendation. Uh, the board has been reduced from seven to four for the interim phase. Uh, the interim board will be comprised of Mr. O'Farrell, the chairman, representative of each of the three West Tigers shareholders, so Dave Gilbert for Holman Barnes, Danny Stapleton for Balmain, and a nomination from the West Magpies. Uh, the changes are subject to legal uh, approvals. Mr. O'Farrell and Mr. Richardson will take up their roles in the new year and will oversee uh, the transition to a new seven-director board comprising four independent directors, including a, the chair and a representative from each of the West Tiger shareholders. They will also implement further recommendations from the review to set up the club for long-term success. Um, Rob, what does um, those, those appointments, so namely Shane Richardson being the uh, the newest face to the club. Barry, we've seen, Barry O'Farrell we've seen before, but um, what are your thoughts on Shane Richardson joining the club? I don't think we could have got a better person than Shane Richardson. Um, he's got the runs on the board. 
he brought success to Penrith when they hadn't won a premiership for over 12 years. He brought success to South Sydney when they hadn't won a premiership for, what, 43 years, if my maths is right. Um, so he knows what he's doing. He's a smart operator. Um, you only have to hear what he said on the James Graham podcast to just see how logical he is and how smart he is. I, I hope his interim term is closer to a year than a few months. But most importantly, as long as he's in place to get what he thinks needs to be done and, and he puts the people that he think will take the club forward in the future if he doesn't want to do it. Because obviously, I, I think this came out of left field. Like there was talk of this the last couple of days that he'd actually, we, we'd approached him and he'd be CEO. And I, I just found it hard to believe that he'd jump into that sort of role again. So um, hence the interim makes a lot more sense than a permanent position. But he's, he's a great operator. And look, Barry O'Farrell wasn't there very long in 2019. But with Barry O'Farrell and Shane Richardson, we've got, two really strong figureheads at the top. Uh, I just hope they can get the stability that we need there. And I th- and I think both those guys, you know, no matter what side of politics you are, when it comes to Barry O'Farrell, I, I think they'll earn the respect of everyone. And it just gives us a bit more credibility. I don't think we're going to get false promises out of them like we got, you know, from the previous men in charge. And they'll take accountability. They'll, they'll make the necessary changes. You know, not everything should be up to Benji. Not everything should be up to certain people there's got to be systems put in place you know we gave jason taylor carte blanche once upon a time and that backfired and we took some of the power off the coach back then and it seems to be going back to the coach now i don't think that's a good idea for any coach i just think let's support benji give him what he needs but it shouldn't be all about benji it just needs to be run properly from the top and you know as supporters i'm just glad we've got a lot of hope now because there's no point getting rid of hadja pentelis and pasco and the rest of the board if their replacements are hopeless so look it's it's been a long journey we've we've suffered we've been frustrated i you know as i told you guys privately i basically quit on the club a few times this year and i've just hung on by a thread through the support of you guys and and you know the guys on the patreon and the people that reach out to me privately and stuff like that so i can't say it's been easy for me as a supporter and and honestly, like as a as a West Tigers fan, my my you know not having the passion that I had for West, not so much the passion, just the fact that I felt ostracised and hated by the club. I just you know like w- without footy, I just I just feel empty. Like I love my family, I love everything around me, I've got a good life, but but footy is just what I live for and and what I look forward to on the weekend. And I want I want to see my team have a chance of winning. And these changes don't make that happen automatically of course that's up to the players and the coaches but i truly believe that we can go forward from here and i I just hope you mentioned those four people on the board now and i I don't want to bring up old wounds and i know they're trying to keep everyone happy having a a west magpie and a west uh, ashfield and a balmain tiger there but when this board gets formed guys we need people that care one and only for west tigers like I, i I, I'm Balmain from when I was knee high, and I love Balmain, and, and I've had the greatest times as a Balmain supporter, especially in the '80s. But we can't be looking back, guys. We got to look forward. We need we need people there for the West Tigers, not for West yeah. Magpie, not for Balmain Tigers. Enough of that. Been gone 23 years. We need to move on. If we're going to keep looking in the rearview mirror, we're not going to go anywhere. We need West Tigers people, passionate people, smart people, committed to the cause, and just getting everything you know as right as they could possibly can do so um really good step today like it's a huge it's a huge thing guys we got rid of the whole freaking board like that's a yeah 
that's a really big deal, but we've got to get the right people in place. And I'm definitely happy with the interims. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say. And I'm really looking forward to all the comments that you've been shuttling through. Josh, if you can read some of them out when you get a chance, I really want to hear from everyone that's tuning in tonight. There, man, there's so many. I, um, I'm struggling to a listen and produce and read them all there that's coming in. We really appreciate everyone uh, tuning in for us. And I was expecting to be a pretty big show, but um, this is up there with when we did the emergency pod for the uh, the Cowboys game. Uh, was that last year? Yeah, last year. Um, as a bit of credit to the guys over at the Other West Tigers Fan podcast for uh, their petition. We, um, we were to be honest, we're sceptical about it, but uh, that got the ball roll- rolling for all this happening. Yeah, for sure. I think we had we honestly had every reason to be sceptical because petitions can only do so much. A lot of the time you get petitions started by fans for absolutely nonsense um, reasons, and they just don't gather any momentum. But, yeah, credit to the guys over at the other podcast. They got the ball rolling. Um, they were brave enough to put it out there and as well as potentially ruin their relationship with the club and uh, – Eventually, it, it got the attention of Holman Barnes, and here we are. Uh, plenty of people saying Rob for CEO, but um, yeah, look, I, I'd like to echo those remarks as well. Like, I, I <laughs> actually, I actually refused to sign the petition for not because of them. Like, I, I, you know, had a bit of an issue with one person from there, but I, I know even with that person, I had an issue with. They're all good blokes. They're all Tiger supporters. They all want the best for the club, and the, our actual fallout was over. Tim Sheen's like, so I think we've mentioned it before. Um, you know, one of the blokes there, I think it's actually the guy that started the petition and said, um, you know, Tim Sheen said this and that. And I said, don't be so gullible and look where we are now with Tim Sheen. So, uh, but the thing is, I've signed probably six petitions to get rid of Justin Pascoe. And I just, every one of those things on, you know, those change org and all that sort of stuff, they never seem to work. And uh, look, West Ashfield are our sponsors. I get all that. I I think West Ashfield went about this via the petition because they didn't want to make it look personal. There is no way anyone who's watched what's gone on at the West Tigers for at least seven or eight years now, I know we haven't made the final for 12, but if you've watched what's gone on for seven or eight years and the amount of ridiculous decisions we've made back to back to back to back, West Ashfield knew what they had to do. Like they could have done this years ago. And really, they've just used that petition as an as an excuse to not make it personal to Hadjip and Tellis and Pascoe. And look, at the end of the day, we've mm. got the result we wanted. But I think, you know, West Ashfield could have done this a lot earlier or, or found a way to do this at a bit, bit earlier. And I don't know if they thought their hands were tied and maybe, maybe this petition was the only way to get it. But when you think about it, like 1,500 signatures isn't many when you consider how many fans we've got. So, uh, look, it's happened now. Glad they did it. Uh, good on those blokes for for getting the ball rolling. Uh, I got nothing against them, um, and yeah, we've, we've got the we've got what we wanted and what we've preached for for three years anyway. And and I look just as another thing too. I reached out to Gary Barnier this afternoon, sent him a text message, thanking him and Tony for their work in the inquiry, and and Gary sent me a really nice message back. So because uh, he came and interviewed me, I think I was literally mm. the first bloke he interviewed. Yeah. So. so look, they they did a great job, and it's really good that West Ashfield took everything they. You know, that obviously they set on board, and I'm guessing the common theme was get rid of the board. So we've got what we've wanted. We've got good men in place. We've got a really happy fan base today. 
now now we can just rebuild the foundations as a club and just start going forward. And and God, what are we going to talk about? Our, our podcasts are going to go for about ten minutes next year, mate. Wins, hopefully. Wins. We want wins. We want to celebrate wins. Yeah. What's it going to be like? Just loving our football team and supporting this club. It's going to be mad. It's just going to be fun times again. Winning a so, premiership. Winning. Uh, yeah, will be good. <laughs> I, I will. Uh, I will add as well. It's been nice to see fans of other teams um, jumping on, like jumping on yeah. board and saying this is a great day for the Tigers. This is a this is an amazing day for their fans. It's really good to see like a lot of the NRL community get behind the club as a whole, um, and I think that's just honestly really wholesome. For sure, um, righto. So. Uh, Lee Hajibatalis, he didn't waste any time going to the media, spoke to Michael Chamis, so here's what he had to say uh, in an article posted not long before we went on to air tonight. They said, I feel there has been gross disrespect shown to the West Tigers and to myself personally by my fellow directors. Uh, we were never paid the respect of being involved or consulted as to the review. Even to this day, we have never been engaged or informed as to the results of the review or the recommendation. Now it looks, now it appears unlikely that we will ever see the report. I think the process was disgraceful. Uh, he also said uh, that they have, in my view, created great harm to the club, and in particular the football department, and even more particular Benji. Uh, they have removed from Benji his support system, which primarily primarily involved Justin. They have worked together extraordinarily hard for months to put together a football department, coaching structure, and roster that will turn these things around for the club. I know they've been working together really hard on recruitment deals involving some very high-profile players. There's no doubt this would jeopardize that. It would complete, be completely ignorant for anyone to suggest that the major disruption to the organizational structure of the club will not impact on recruitment and retention. I have already been inundated by calls from player managers expressing grave concern with what has occurs, occurred. How much of that do you believe, Rob? Oh, I believe he thinks that, but what a crock of shit. <laughs> um, look, he had Michael Maguire there a few years ago. They changed all his support staff the following year. They got Tim Sheens. They got different support staff for him. They've got rid of Tim Sheens now. They've got Benji with different support staff again this year. There's been no stability there. They, they don't know what they're doing. They, the, the, the wheels just keep turning around. You know, the revolving door keeps going on with who they get, who they get rid of. And they look, they tried their best. It didn't work. Just, just move on. Don't say that it's going to change things and not play at managers are ringing them up and stuff like that. Like how many great signings have we made in the last seven or eight years anyway? We've made probably a couple of good ones in the last couple of years. But prior to that, we had a we were renowned for not actually being able to get those big deals across the line. Like we've lost Latrell Mitchell and we stuffed up the Josh Addo car and and you know many other signatures. So I, I don't buy that one bit. Yeah, in the short term it might upset Benji, but I, I'm glad they got rid of both those men for two reasons. I think there's been a lack of accountability at the club. I think they really closed the doors on on everyone outside and anyone that criticises or wants better for the club just gets put into the you hate the club basket. And I don't know this for sure, but I would I would definitely say, you know, that's rubbed off on probably Benji to agree and, and you know, and Robbie to a degree. Like, you know, Rob doesn't, you know, contact me anymore. So... That's because of my views on the club. So they've basically created this divide and conquer attitude. So I think in terms of their leadership, 
their leadership was awful. So they needed to go. They need to be open. They need to be transparent, not hide things behind closed doors, not just say we're doing everything great and we've got two back-to-back wooden spoons. So, no, I, I don't buy that one bit. I'm sure player managers will be worried in the sense that, you know, if they've got, you know, Lee in their pocket, that he's not there anymore. But, you know, we're going to get a proper system in place and things are going to be done the right way, transparently, proper due diligence, not taking your mates out to grab her for lunch and telling them what's going on or get advice from player managers or media personalities or anything like that. We're going to get men that know what they're doing. They don't need to seek other people's advice. They'll get the job done. And, and you know, goodbye, Lee. Thanks for your money. Thanks for your sponsorship. You tried. You failed. See you later. That's it. As Dan Gadain says, goodbye. Uh, yeah. As Do you think Jerome Luai would really look at this and see the, what is it, the $5 million deal they're offering him and go, oh, I was kind of hoping I'd get to play for Lee Hajibantelis at the West Tigers, but I'm not so sure about that now. Do you really think it's going to um, jeopardise, for starters, that, um, that big contract? I don't think so. Um, everyone can see how much instability there was under the, the previous board. And I think we heard a lot from players where I think Mitchell Moses even said it. If Pasco was gone, he may consider actually coming back to the Tigers. And that was a big part of why he didn't end up coming back or something like that. So the players from other teams know that the club has been a mess under the previous board. I think the news of this um, this change in... I guess direction uh, might actually be good for potential recruitment going forward as well. Like it's probably going to be a lot more appealing coming to play under Benji now, as opposed to coming and playing under who was previously in charge and making all the decisions and throwing everyone under the bus that they threw under. That's all right. I just saw uh, Bianca is watching the show uh, tonight and she's asked, well, I have Sean Bloor as my background in uh, 2025. So a few people were asking about Sean earlier in the comments. So that might uh, confirm it. That, 20, that sounds like 2024. I can keep it for 2024. That means Bianca, I think she's given us a bit of a an exclusive there. So 2025, um, I don't know. I guess I'll have to put the, uh, the New South Wales Blues version of Sean Bloor in 2025 when he's playing for the, <laughs> for the Blues. But um it's uh, what's our last game this year? It's a, is it like no, is it Campbelltown? Can, it's a Campbelltown game. Will they uh give him a Wayne Pierce chair? I'll, I'll get on the field. You know how Wayne Pierce got chaired off the field in his last game for the for the you'll Balmain just, you'll Tigers. Just go do that. You'll go do that for Sean. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go do that for Sean. I'll uh, I'll work on my squats and my deadlifts next year, so I'm strong enough to uh, to help chair him. Um. But yeah, we'll we'll see. But uh, that's thanks for that little uh, fun tidbit there, Bianca and Chelsea Sean. You're listening as well. Please don't leave us, please. Uh, back to uh, the this whole change in leadership. The I tweeted out this afternoon through the West Life podcast, and it seems like a a lot of people are doing this already. Go get a West Tigers membership because it'd be Obviously, support the club. Everyone's asked for this. Um, yeah, and a lot of people said, I'll sign up when Justin Pascoe goes. And a, and a big argument was, well, look what Justin Pascoe did financially for the club. Uh, but 
I've always maintained that the membership to get 20,000 members for the West Tigers is like, I've, I think that's a poor performance. There's literally hundreds of thousands of West Tigers fans out there. Like supposedly, I think there was, what was that study? You said 300 to 400,000 West Tigers fans out there and we've only got 20,000. So I think it'd just be just extra salt in the wound if we go into 2023 and we've got 30,000 members as wooden spooners and to just show that the West Tigers fans were out there. And in fact, it was a false pretense that Justin had done all this great work to uh, build the club financially. And obviously, a few people were talking about in the comments, we're going to lose a sponsor. I'm sure the West Tigers won't have trouble. There's, Like I said, there's so many fans out there, plenty of them with plenty of money. I'm sure we'll... Uh, sponsor the club as well so yeah I, what's your concern rob in terms of finance for the club losing brighton's lawyers i've got no concern i'm sure we'll find a, a major sponsor we've got a great fan base uh everyone seems to love benji you know we've got a, a good young group of juniors coming through uh i'm going to be getting, getting my four memberships after the show tonight i'm, I'm paying 1300 odd dollars tonight for a family pass so uh, i'm back. getting yeah, I'll be back uh, doing that. That's for sure. I, I don't. I don't think it's an issue, guys. I mean, you know, like obviously you appreciate you know a million dollar sponsorship or whatever he was doing, but let's face it, he was sponsoring other teams as well, and you mm. know, it was South Sydney and he, New South Wales Blues and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's a big deal, guys. I, I think we'll be fine. I think moving forward we'll be fine. I'm actually really interested to. I could see from Twitter this afternoon people actually pledging mem their membership for next year already, and they actually pay there was only three or four that i saw but i reckon in the next 48 hours there's going to be a few hundred people that have signed up you know easy so yeah i'd be really curious to contact the club by friday just to say hey what are the numbers been like from tuesday to friday because i'm sure it's going to go up big time so no look i'm look, looking forward to it i just yeah I, I just want to support this club you know it's just it's no fun bagging it but let's you know let, let me gloat a little bit we've been bloody right we've been right mm -hmm. for three it's just taken them three years to, to realise it. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it's good times ahead. I really hope I was that. A, I was actually chatting to a few West Tigers fans earlier. They were, they were doing just this. They were going to sign up as a member tonight. And they said the website was actually, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but they, the website seemed to be struggling for them. They were trying to <laughs> put their membership in. So whether or not... I might have they, troubles they, later, John. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe the West Tigers just have a shit server for their website, but um, oh, I'll ring tomorrow. If, if that's I maybe it's just coincidence. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it was just coincidence. Maybe the website's just shit. But it, it sounded like there was a lot of traffic going through the website, but um, Taylor Swift style. So maybe well, not how many quite. times have we said if this club's run right, you know, we're we're the biggest sleeping giant. Sleeping giant, one hundred percent. Yeah. So look, it's look. I don't know. I don't want to get too airy fairy about it, but I'm I'm just in a really good space with this club right now. Yep. And as you got your membership sorted for next year, I've got my family Leichhardt all sorted out. Uh, if you missed it, actually, as and I, uh, we did. Uh, I did. Well, as and I, as watched as I opened my West Tigers membership gear. That's on our Instagram page. So check out that. Um, unboxed a few goodies from the West Tigers pack if you want to see what the uh, the pack contains and that sort of thing and what it looks like. But it um, took a while for mine to arrive. Actually, it only just arrived earlier this week. Or yeah, last week. Yeah, and just yeah, on those memberships too, guys. They, 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 like from looking at it tonight and the costings of it, 
um, it's really heavily geared for families and for taking the 10 games as opposed mm. to either five games at Leichhardt or Campbelltown. Yeah. You're really better off getting the 10 games. There's so much better value. So, if you know, I'd, I'd encourage people to look at all of that or bloody form a family and adopt each other and get the family with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find a hell kid. of a lot cheaper. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't worry about World Vision. Get a get a West Tigers membership for someone. I um, think um I think the most important thing f- on from my perspective now moving forward is we need to make sure that we as a fan base, like we all said we'd renew our memberships if um if change was made and that's happened. So even obviously not everyone's going to be able to become a member, but I do hope that now that change has been made, that people do talk with their feet. We get more fans at more games next year. Uh, we're loud and proud supporting both our men's and women's teams into what is a new and hopefully brighter future. Yeah, well, Absolutely. unlike our previous chairman, Aaron, we don't have to, we don't judge people by whether they're members or not. If they love <laughs> the West Tigers, sure. we, won't, we won't judge them on their financial contribution <laughs> or whether they can afford it or not, because bloody hell, everything costs a fortune these days. So I can understand people not 100%. being able to afford a membership. So just, they are expensive. Just, just, you know, if you're watching on TV and you're cheering in your lounge room and that's the only way you can support the West Tigers, that's good enough for me. 100%. And they are expe- with the Leichhardt and Campbelltown games, they are expensive because it's expensive running costs. So credit to the club for going back to Leichhardt and Campbelltown. I can't wait for 20. I'm so pumped for the 2024 season. Five games of Leichhardt, five games of Campbelltown. New coach, new CEO, new chairman. Yeah. Some fresh, fresh faces in the halves. Like it's just, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a long summer now. I know the, my Sydney Thunder are playing tonight. I think as so a bit of big bash. Yeah, they're they're on right I now. I guess to get get through the summer, but man, I can't wait for February for the uh, for the trials to start kicking off and footy to come back. As much as I love the uh, the warm weather, but I mean to a little bit of a rant for myself here. Get a, a little bit selfish. So. Uh, like this show, obviously, we've become uh, infamous being known for being at loggerheads, to say the least, with the West Tigers, the management, and um, because of our criticism. I mean, the outgoing leaders, they stop players, both men and women, coming on our show for fun interviews. We've done it with, uh, with Sean, Adam, uh, who else have we had on? Robbie uh, in the past. Uh, what other current players have we had? I'm trying to think. Top Plenty of the girls. Playing the girl. girls, we had the girls come on just before they won the New South Wales Premiership as well. So yeah, they they cut that off from us. Um, we obviously, yeah, they try to get our major sponsor to stop sponsoring us. They even sent us legal notices in our uh, Twitter inboxes. So, so yeah, for the past couple of years, have been a bit of a barrier between us and the club that we love. And I started this show in 2019 not to be the home of venting, even though we kind of have been because it's kind of how the last three years has played out as a West Tigers fan. I really just want to celebrate everything on and off the field of being a West Tigers fan. That's what I set out to do starting this show up. And, um, yeah, we've got a few ideas and that sort of thing. We're talking about in the Discord with our loyal loyal patreons and kind of getting a few ideas we want to do yeah certain things around game day and that sort of thing next year but we'll work that out in the off season and that all, all that stuff became impossible just yeah because of the state of the football team as well like we just it was, they were telling us 
basically within the club that we weren't real fans because we were critical um, of the team having eight wins and 40 losses across the last, across the last two seasons. Um, and look, you can call us, and we know there's people out there that call us lunatics, idiots, losers, wankers, whatever, just because we put a microphone and like to talk about our club on a podcast. But nothing, for me, I think you guys might back me up, nothing hurt hurts me more than questioning our love for this West Tigers football club. And so to those at the West Tigers club, and we know you listen, they've told us they've listened, they listen, it's pretty obvious they listen by the um, the uh, the feedback we've received um, from an outgoing chairman. But um, we ask, we want to mend the relationship with the club. And as we go into a new era in 2024, uh, we've done a bit of grave dancing tonight. I think we've been pretty um yeah pretty low key we weren't we obviously yeah went about news today and by the amount of messages that all of us and rob in particular received today i think a lot of people kind of people are literally asking rob this thing no 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 goodbye and that sort of thing but we really want to work together to give the west tigers fans more access and more content and we're not going to stop calling it as we see it good or bad, if the team's going bad, we'll say that they're bad, if they're going good, we'll say they're good. The new CEO, chair and uh, board and that sort of thing, we'll call it as we see it. And um, shouts to Simon at West, who was always supportive of us doing that, even when he was on the board himself. He, he was always um, very – he had long phone chats with you as well, Rob. He'd listen um, to the feedback, not just on the sh- show. He'd listen to – literally listen to you, Rob, what you – had to say as well. So we want to be part of the West Tigers because the West Tigers are a huge part of us. It's literally a huge makeup. That's why we do this show because the West Tigers are a huge part of us and to the thousands of our loyal listeners that joined us this year uh, every week. So uh, can I just echo what you're saying, Josh, too? Because I think what people don't realise too is especially when it comes to Simon Cook, I mean, obviously, like, he, he supports the show and sponsors the show, but, you know, I got on your show probably, what, 2020 or thereabouts, and, and my number one gripe at the time was Justin Pascoe, who'd been there for five years. So we're obviously not going to bag, you know, Barry O'Farrell or Shane Richardson after a few weeks or anything like that. This was this was a five-year process where yeah. I had my beef with the CEO, but you got to remember, I, I absolutely hammered the board, and Simon Cook was a part of that board, and to his credit, even though he knew I was bashing the board, he'd always say to me, Rob, keep saying what you're saying. Whether I agree with you or not, your opinions matter. You know, be authentic. Just say, say it how you feel. And, you know, where other people would have just said, mate, you're, you're taking the piss. I'm sponsoring mm. you. You know, you're putting me in a bad light. And he never said that. He's actually always encouraged me, whether he agreed with my views or not, to just always say what we feel. He knows the passion's there. He knows how much, you know, I want the team to do well. But I, I don't think some people realise that, you know, I, I've, you know, they're still alive, but I've, I've lost some people really close to me that, you know, I would have taken a bullet for. So it hasn't been an easy path for me as a supporter because, like you said, I, my support's been questioned. And, and to be honest, when people that I think very closely of can actually question me and, and say, am I really a West Tigers supporter, that actually means they don't know me what whatsoever. So, look. Well, we, we're happy to move on. I'm, you know, we're just still going to be us. Like, it's going to be pretty boring if we if we don't say what we feel. I'm not going to, 
you know, suck up to the club. I'm just going to, I just want to enjoy reviewing a game, previewing a game, talking about how good we're going, you know, giving reasons why we think we went bad this week and why we went good the other week and, and just talk about footy. And that's, that's how this whole, you know, stuff started, Josh. And I don't think, I don't think people really want to hear us bash our own club. Like we want our club to be successful. And that, that's why we have bashed the club. We're trying to wake them up and say, what are you guys doing? Like, let's think about how many new eras have we had in the last mm. 18 months? New emblem. It's going to be a new era now. New era with Tim Sheens. New era again. And like, this is the first time we're actually going to have a genuine new era. So I really think it's an era we can look forward to. It doesn't mean we're going to get short-term success, but I really believe now there's a chance of success. And there was no chance of success with Hadjipentelis and Pasco there, whether, you know, I'm not, they tried hard, I get all that, but we had four or five years of Hadjipentelis, we've had eight years of Pasco, didn't work, we move on now, good luck to them in their endeavours in the future, whatever they do, um, you know, at least Hadjipentelis is a genuine West Tigers supporter, you know, Justin Pasco will be supporting whatever his next job is, and, and on all this stuff you said about his financial stuff too, Josh, it's very easy to make your balance sheets look good when you don't put you know, how much it costs to pay out Michael Maguire or how much it costs to pay out Tim Sheens. You put those figures on the books and you got a red a red balance sheet, mate, not a black one. Yeah. So I think I think we need to stop, you know, glorifying his wonderful financial wizardry because he wasn't. We were losing fucking money. So, you know, don't give him all this glorification. Even the centre of excellence, do you actually think it was all Justin Pascoe? It was a community effort. It was a joint community effort with multiple sports. That, that got that thing over the line. And and to be fair, I think Justin Pascoe, all he cared about was that centre of excellence and he took his eye off the ball in other areas that mattered. And that's why we're coming last. And, and that's why I believe that whoever we get in the future now as a permanent CEO will do a better job than Justin Pascoe ever did. Uh, just saw John, friend of the show and uh, former guest host, John Flynn, in the comments there. Like I mentioned before, we want to do fun sort of content if you missed it uh as john and i did our favorite west tigers jersey episode john owns the biggest west tigers jersey collection in the world and we had a bit of fun we want to do more of that sort of thing more positive up vibe sort of stuff so uh check out on our youtube channel uh that episode as well i think it was about three or four episodes ago so that was um a good good fun episode to do i also should mention so normally in our episodes long-time listeners will know that i go on for ages mentioning there's a link in our instagram and our twitter pages if you want to find all our stuff i have found an easier way for everyone to find our stuff including youtube channel our episodes um that sort of thing so if you're listening to this and you don't know where to find all our stuff here's an easy way to do it now just go to westtigers.com.au not West Tigers, that's West Tigers. So spell it incorrectly. I'm a stickler <laughs> for people that say West Tigers. But we own that. We own that URL now because that I noticed that was uh, available. So West Tigers minus the S in West Tigers. They'll give you a link to all of our stuff. So um, I can't believe the club didn't uh, think to buy that URL, but. Um. Yeah, for about it's eight. It's not like the club never made a spelling error on a mural or got a jersey wrong or anything like that, <laughs> is it? 
Uh, so West westtigers.com.au if you want to um, yeah find find all of our content. And I also really enjoy our fan. I've got Clint uh, as a guest. I gave him a link to come on tonight. So, if, uh, Clint, if you're ready, um, I'll bring you in. So, for those, I'm sure most people remember Clint. He was the passionate West Tigers fan that tried to organize, who did organize a protest um, earlier in the year and then was, uh, yeah, shown around the club by our outgoing West Tigers leaders. So I thought Clint would be great to come on the show tonight and get his thoughts. How are you going tonight, Clint? Yeah, good. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, sound nice and clear, buddy. What a historic night to make my debut on West Life Pod. I am ecstatic. Thank you for having me. No worries, mate. Um, just for those, it was uh, what mid year this year. You did try to, uh, you did organise a um, a protest and kind of to kind of get actions of what's finally happened tonight. So. Yeah, you got the tour of the West Tigers, and you, and they still got sacked. So, oh, bit of audio. Is that me? Yeah, yeah I think a bit of static there, Clint. Okay, sorry guys. That's better. All right, no, is that not at all? We're doing it live. Let's speak again. <laughs> How's that now? It's just a How's little that? bit of vibration in your noise. Okay, I'm just going to put it down, and we'll try, we'll try this. How's that? Much better. Okay. Um, well, yes, that was me. Um, it, uh, I didn't basically like the way that it was being built up to be something that it wasn't. Um, I wanted to pull out of it, regardless of what the club had to say or, or to do. Um, they did invite me down. I did go for a walk around. Um, I found them to be Justin and Lee to, in fairness. Um, I really enjoyed the, the chat I had with, with, with the guys. Um, and it was, it was all on me at the end of the day to, to pull away from it. I, I think in, in a small part, it, it may have helped to lead to, well, other actions that other people have taken, I suppose. Hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, as I said, I really, uh, enjoyed talking with those guys at the time. Um, I, Rob did not, uh, sign the petition either. I stepped right away from, from all of it and just wanted to go back to supporting my club. And today I feel like we've, we've got our club, we've got our club back. So really passionate about people getting out there and, and backing Benji, backing the, the board, we've got some fresh eyes now having a look at things. And um, I concur. Go and get your membership. Go and get it sorted out today or tomorrow. Get it sorted. Absolutely. Um, Rob, Clint mentioned their meeting, Justin and Lee, which we have done. Clint, oh, I was going to mute you, Clint, because your audio is starting to sure. stat static a little bit. There. Um Rob, you and I, we've met, I met Justin. I don't think I've met in person with Lee, but no complaints with the, the people themselves when we've spoken to them. We don't think they're bad people. They're just not good at their jobs. Oh, look, I, I met Justin, gosh, 
half a dozen, six or seven times privately uh, on his invitation, not at my request. Uh, really nice guy. At, at the end of the day, Josh, he's just too blasé for me. Like he, I, I was hurting, I was bleeding. I didn't like how he handled the Robbie Farris stuff. In fairness, I don't. I think he was a bit of a puppet for the board at that stage, uh, which Lee wasn't the chairman of. I think at the time it was a Marina go. Um, so I think a lot of stuff was out of his hands. He was just being told to play the PR role and keep people like me and other people happy. And when I first met Justin, I thought this guy's going to be the best CEO ever. What a what a mistake that was. So like I was I was sort of sold by what he said. But look, he's 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 influential. He's a good talker. He can obviously smooth people over if you can get people to sponsor a club when you're going backwards you, you've got to be a pretty good shit talker so you know he, he knows how to how to get you know sponsors over the line but um yeah look he's he's, he's a nice person i, I wouldn't you know I, I would not blame him one bit for hating my guts because it's been literally my passion for the last three years to get him out of that job so i, I didn't want him there uh, as for lee i i don't as much as he's threatened us with legal action and stuff like that, I know he hates my guts. I don't. I don't hate him. I don't care. Like, it is what it is. He just he he tried hard. He put his money there. He's actually a he's actually a supporter. He's been a supporter all his life of Balmain and West Tigers. He's just like I said. I just don't like the fact that they couldn't take accountability. At least try if you try things and you get it wrong, that's fine. But say you got it wrong and 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 what is accountability? Accountability isn't saying oh we got it wrong and we're still there year after year after year. So. Uh, look, it's happened now. I think I don't think there's one fan that would be unhappy at this. You know, maybe maybe Lee's got a few supporters or Justin's got a, a few supporters, but um, it's just time to put this whole era, bad era, behind us. And it might not change our results next year on the field, but it's a start, and that, and that's all we can hope for. And I actually think you know, in terms of player managers and players from other clubs. I think Barry O'Farrell and Shane Richardson are bring a lot more respect to our club and it actually will become a destination club. I think whether whether no matter no matter how much we've disrespected Lee and Justin over how they do their jobs, okay, at the end of the day, we have been a laughing stock to other clubs. You know, even, you know, St George supporters were having a laugh at us and they're only one place or two places above us on the ladder. So I just think we're going to get a lot more respect now. I think West Ashfield will get a lot more respect now. And I really feel there's a, a, a purpose now. I think, okay, we've, we've, we've made the hardest decision we could have ever done, which was the right decision, but it needed to be done. You know, we've fested on it for too long. We're, we're making the changes now and it, it's just got to be onwards and upwards guys it's just it just can't be the, we're not going to win the wooden spoon for the next two years put it that way there's there's positive signs there already prior to these guys getting removed and i just i just think it's going to be much better now so it really is a new era and, and i i just hope this club you know repays you know our fans with some wins and some you know a few more happier times on the field and, and a team to be proud of and a club to be proud of and that culture's got to change guys that culture's got to change I'll just get Clint back on, see if he's got anything else to say. Audio sounding good. Clint, anything to add to what Rob just said there? Um, anything else you want to get off your chest? You still there, Clint? Did you mute him before, Josh? Yeah, I just unmuted him. Okay, that's all right. Um, as anything to add to what Rob said there before I get to the Patreon questions? I think um, one of the most important changes that needs to be made moving forward, and I'm sure the new board will um, 
will be right on top of this is not trying to start something and then change it so soon and so quickly like has been the trend recently um we'll sign a coach and then we'll sack him a season or two later and then it's like the, the cycle restarts we we go again right from the very beginning of waiting for a new coach to be able to sift through the players that the previous coach signed and then um basically build their own squad but before that time's up we've we've, we've sacked them and we've moved to another new one and it just keeps happening over and over again we need that stability um, on field as well as off field. And I think that's one of the most important things that's going to need to be changed or focused on moving forward from a, from the new management. Well, like I said earlier, guys, that, that Shane Richardson uh, chat with James Graham in terms of recruitment and our juniors, he really, if you, you need to listen to what he says about that. Cause it's, it's quite poignant because the way I see the West Tigers now and, and, to a degree, I don't blame them, but at the same time, it just looks awful. We talk about this uh, plan of long, you know, like originally Tim Sheen said, and, and rightly so, it's going to be three to five years before we see success. We're going to rely on the juniors, blah, blah, blah. And then we sign a bunch of older blokes to our squad. And it just reminds me of one of those game shows where the contestants in the in this whirlpool of cash that flies off the ground and we just grab, you just grab every single dollar bill that you can find. And I just feel like the West Tigers are a bit like that with our recruitment. It's like, doesn't matter if you're old, young, new, whatever. We, If you're on the market, we go for you. And we just, it just kind of looks a bit cheap and it kind of looks like we don't have a plan. Like, sure, we've got to get the best talent, but if you're going down a youth policy, then stick to the youth policy. You know, I know you need a, a mixture of experience there, but don't say you're going down the youth policy and then you're getting these blokes filling up those spots and we've got 28 or 29 or 32-year-olds in the forward pack. Now we're going to lose an up-and-coming second rower who, in my opinion, by 2026, if he has one year under Bellamy, by 2026, Sean Ball is going to be the best second rower in the comp. I know some people might that see that now at our club, but I, I really think it's the systems we've got in place and and how we, you know, how we run that team this year, like, before Sean came into the team, you know, how many times have we changed, you know, uh, Papali'i from the left to the right or, you know, Bateman from the right to the middle and all this sort of stuff. And Sean from started on the right and he ended up on the left. And, you know, I, you just see the spacing gets wrong in defence and stuff like that. And you just think, man, someone like Sean Bloor, and I said it before about three months ago, Sean Bloor will thrive under a great coach like Craig Bellamy. And it's just a shame that they're not thriving at our club. Like, what are we doing wrong at our club? You know, before they come to first grade, when they come in first grade, why aren't they reaching the potential that we can see in those players? We know how good they are individually, physically, skillfully, but they go to other clubs. And even the guys that we would think were shit players, guys, like Billy Walters was a shit 5'8". He ends up going playing great at hooker, you know, for another club one year later. Tyson Gamble couldn't crack a first grade spot. He's played first grade at Brisbane and Newcastle and looked like a decent player. He was scoring tries week after week. And there's probably other players I, I, you know, know, whose names escape me, but players seem to go to other clubs that are shit and look really good. And then we get good players coming to our club, like a Papa Lee, as hard as he tries, he looks like crap. You know, we don't know how to put him through a hole. He has one game for New Zealand and he scores a try. So I just think we've got to get our own house right. And I'm sick of players going to other clubs looking good. And when you come to our club, the exception of that rule, I would say, is obviously um, Appy Corusau. He's, I think he's actually better because he has to do more at hooker for us. And I also think David Clemmer was outstanding this year, even though for some mm. reason we want to ship him off now and 
get another player in his place. So, but generally, when you come to our club, you go backwards, and it should be the other way around. So, that might be a sticking point too. You know, that's, what's his name? Peachy. Peachy came to our, our club. Oh, he's lazy. He's this. He's that. He's shit. Goes to Penrith, plays as backup centre, and looks like a genius at centre for six or seven games while you know one of their their starting centres was was out. So you have to question why a player's better at other clubs than our club. And I just hope we get all that football department right. And that's that's what Benji's trying to do now. And hopefully he's got the support staff to help him do that. Hundred percent. Right, uh, Patreon question time. So a few people are asking different things in the comments. I think our Patreon guys, like Nofa and that sort of thing, uh, they have cough, have covered those topics. So we'll go straight to Patreon questions, um, and that'll tick those off for everyone. Uh, first up, Ben said, "This is has dead set got me feeling on top of the world. Sad indictment on where we are as a club." Uh, best feeling knowing we are starting afresh and hopefully a stable board and backroom staff will enable the club to move forward. Uh, thoughts on hiring of Richo, big bad Baz. Personally love having Richo in. Rob, you've already yeah, we've touched on that. Great it's, signings for both. I've touched on those already. Do you want anything to add to those, Has? No, I, I'm not really too knowledgeable about the, the two blokes who are yeah. uh, the figures in who've been put in, in the spots now. Uh, for Newell Pole Fan Club, aka um, Connor said, what is the ideal summer in terms of the formation of a new board, hirings in the front office, i.e. CEO, potentially GM of football and signings for the playing group you would like to see between now and round one? And following up, is the recent emergence of Tate Exum on the Dallas Mavericks enough to shake the confidence of Nikola Jokic? Um, <laughs> the second part, no, Nicole Jokic is going to go back to back, um, back to the football stuff, guys. What do you, uh, what would you like to see as in this summer? You want to get it to get done pretty quickly, hopefully, but also make the right call. So, yeah, for sure. Um, as for the structure of the board, I agree with what Rob was saying before. We need to make sure there are people who aren't going to try and drudge up the the old Balmain versus Wests um, rivalry, hatred, everything like that. We just need to make sure we've got people on board who are who are going to look towards the future and not to the past. Um, as for those other positions inside the club, I feel like we need to kind of just dip our toes in the water and see like who who's out there who might be interested in coming to the club in those other roles. I'm not a hundred percent sure on how um, Scott Fulton uh, is going to stand in the pecking order under whoever comes in next. So that could be interesting there. Mm. Um, as for the playing group, I think we still just need to focus on finding a strike center, um, get a bit more speed in the outside backs. Uh, the, the re-signing of Charlie Staines, which I don't think we touched on previously, ha- has been no. an excellent um, re-signing, and I think he'll be—he'll definitely be in our backs moving forward. It was a shame we didn't get to see too much of him last season after that um, freak hack incident that left him hospitalised. Yep, and we got uh, the Kiwi uh, rugby union player Solomon Alemalo. Is that right, as? I pronounce no that idea. right. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, so LA. Can't, can't um, so he's an outside back and pretty, pretty quick. So we'll see how that uh, turns out as well. Uh, Luke asks for me the question: uh, Is is there a chance that there's either of those guys will 
could possibly keep their job? Will they not be interim Rob? Do you think they could um, potentially be hired? Was Barry O'Farrell be too busy? Well, the, the Barry O'Farrell one's probably more interesting because he only lasted a few months hmm. in 2019. It was actually quite short. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel that if he's come back a second time, it's got to be for a decent haul. Like, surely he can't come back and just stay for a, five minutes again. So I'd like to see him there longer. As I said hmm. earlier, I really think Shane Richardson, he, he'll – look, he, he runs a pretty tight ship, I'm told, financially. Um, he'll get things really right with the club. The, the, the interesting dynamic with Shane Richardson, just in case people aren't aware, is Shane Richardson manages David Ferner, who got sacked, obviously, mm. by the club recently as an assistant coach. He had a bit of a falling out with Lee Hadjipentelis and Justin Pascoe about it. I hope he didn't have too bad a falling out with Benji over it. Um, but I'm actually told that that was one of the main reasons why Ja'Kaya Whitfield left for the Cowboys, because... He looks after her interests as well. And given how David Ferner was treated and the West Tigers offered Jakaya like a max contract and she still didn't stay, um, yeah, that had a bit to do with it. So it's just going to be an interesting dynamic. So hopefully uh, Richo's put that behind him and uh, put the David Ferner stuff behind him and uh, we can move forward. Yeah, I don't know about you, Az, but that Jakaya, this is the first time I'm hearing that Jakaya Whitfield stuff and I was devastated that she's, leaving our side so that's um that sucks mate i think she got offered like the most money like she's on the hot she's on the highest salary in the game she's i think it's a hundred and ten thousand the offer and the cowboys have said they'll play her at fullback and she wanted a chance to play fullback so even though she's a a dynamic winger so we we just couldn't you know we've got bow there so we're not getting moving bow from fullback so i think in the end we just had to step away and let her leave uh, Ben, Ben Ellis said, I have no questions, just a statement. Hey Lee, in the words of Bill Laurie, got him. Yes. Piss off. You're out. <laughs> uh, I've actually got the questions across two different channels. I actually put it in the wrong channel on my own discord today. I did notice that. Um, <laughs> look, I was dealing with a lot of messages and a toddler at the same time. So I was trying to do everything quite quickly this afternoon. Um, Shane, uh, I think Shane 2801, Shane Coet. Uh, with Nofa on the nose, how quick will they bring in the new young speedster? Uh, I, I wouldn't wait too long. So, obviously, that uh, name that I probably butchered before, Solon, Solomon Ale Marlowe. Uh, as who do you think will be the winger straight up? Brent Naden's coming back as well. So, you would say the Forbes Ferrari. Well, um, actually, someone, I think it was someone in our Discord today said we got rid of the black Ferrari and kept the Forbes Ferrari. But, um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who will our wingers be come round one, do you think, as? Um, well, Tupo's gone, so he can't be a winger for us anymore. Um, yeah, Charlie will definitely be one. May, yeah, maybe this new guy could be the other. Um, I don't think the club sees a lot in Noffer anymore, which is unfortunate because he's one of the most experienced. Actually, no, I think he's now the the most experienced player at the club. Um, games, like games for the club-wise. So it's a bit of a shame that um, he's fallen as far as he has. Uh, yeah, I like Charlie's 100% one of the wingers. I think 
Naden. Um, maybe, possibly another one, or maybe he might fit better in the centers. Wait, uh, Toa's still there. Did you say Junior could... Tup- Junior Tupo's gone? Where Where'd he go? That, that's what I had heard. Or is that is that? Um, you beat heard, me to it, I Josh. That, I thought I heard that somewhere. Maybe maybe I um... don't think so. Uh, everyone, everyone in the comments is blowing up too. Yeah, oh, no, I, I, think... I think I, I think I heard rumors saying he was going. I think I've just completely misinterpreted them. My bad. Um, Got it. That'd be very well. Okay, in, in that case, not. Tupo and Staines would be the wingers for me. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that too, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gave everyone uh, everyone think, a heart attack. Not not as on the outer boys. I mean, we've heard he's he's pretty upset with what happened. So apparently, we've got a, a new wrestling coach there who's got everyone going gangbusters against each other, trying to get the best out of everyone. He's even got mm. Benji and Robbie doing the wrestling as well with each other. So, um, and I think I think Noffa was on the wrong side of the wrestling hole to the point that he was, uh, yeah, really struggling to breathe. And I think that's what what caused all that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't see Noffa being there at the start of the year, um, unfortunately for Noffa. So. Uh, and that does it for the Patreon. Big thank you. Thank you to our Patreons for, again, for supporting us this year. Patreon.com um, forward slash WestLifePod or go to westtigers.com.au and you, you'll find a link to uh, our Patreon if you want to support the show and join the fun in the Discord. Uh, is there any topic that we haven't hit? A um, couple of notes. As the I did see the not necessarily just West Tigers related, but the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership. They're adding two teams and they're starting later in the year. Uh, adding one team, I believe. I think Eels are just being renamed from Wenty or something along those right. lines. But they are okay. starting later in the year. It's going to run concurrently with the uh, NRLW, which honestly I don't think is a good idea at this point in time because yeah. I don't think there's enough uh, talent in the women's game just yet to have two competitions running simultaneously, like with the main comp and the reserve grade. I quite liked the, mm. the, the state competition as more of a precursor to the NRLW yeah. because it, it get, it got the girls playing more, uh, obviously training more and a bit, bit of a, like a, a step up or a lead into the NRLW. And I think that was really working. So it's a bit of a shame to see the comps uh, running simultaneously now as like a reserve grade thing, but I don't know. I think they think it's in the best interests of the game. Um, if they want to do that, I feel like they should extend the NRLW a little bit because it's now just a comp or two comps running side by side starting in July, July and finishing at the start of October. So there's not yeah, that a whole sucks. Lot there, yeah, it just weakens the comp. So I don't know why they do that. All the stars, like you had a lot of the New South Wales rep girls playing. Um, in the Harvey Norman, then playing NRLW after it. So, yeah, it's a very, yeah, I'm not sure, a cost cutting or something. Yeah, very, I don't know very if weird. I don't know if that also means they're going to have to make changes to eligibility for the women's blues team um, because basically to qualify to play for the New South Wales blues, you had to be playing or you had to have played in that state competition so that mm. the new harvey norman the women's um premiership state premiership or whatever it was called you had to play in that competition to be eligible for selection for the blues and right. obviously with origin starting 
um, Origin Game 1 for the women is starting uh, the same weekend as or same week as in the lead-up to Magic Round. So that whole competition or that, that whole three games is going to be done and dusted before either comp starts, same as this year, which is a bit... A uh, bit of an interesting one there as well. Uh, I think that just about does it for 2023. This will be our last episode this year. I can't imagine any news uh, between now and Christmas or New Year uh, getting any bigger. But, um, yeah, again, I've said it last few episodes and just a big thank you to literally the thousands of you uh, that supported the show by simply just watching like Patreon supporting, coming up to us at games and saying that you love the show and emails, tweets, all that stuff. Yeah, it really, um, really appreciate. Yeah, really appreciate all that um, feedback and support. And yeah, the three of us, yeah, spend our spare time doing this and um, yeah, and love doing it. But um, it really, yeah, really makes it all worth it when. You get people, at the end of the day, we, we see the numbers that there are thousands of you out there, but when someone actually takes the time to message us or tell us that they do enjoy the show, um, yeah, it warms the heart. So in saying that, Merry Christmas to you all. Um, anything to leave 2023 on, fellas? Yeah, just a bit more news on what, what happened today, guys. Um, I've also been told that uh, most of the employees at the club have been told everyone's been put on notice. No one, no one's job's actually safe. So there's actually going to be like a bit of an internal <laughs> review into everyone in the club. So this is only the start with the boardroom stuff. Um, it's just going to go right through the club. There's going to be a forensic look at everything going on there. And and everyone, you know, obviously Benji and, and a few others excluded, uh, everyone's position is uh, not safe. So I, I think in a way that's a good thing that everything's being looked at. And I just want to echo what you said. Um, look, thanks to all the listeners, not just for this year, but for the last few years. I think they really don't like listening to us too much. They just share our opinions on what's going on at the club. And like us being happy today, I'm happy for them that uh, we've got the result we've got today. And, and I really hope it's onwards and upwards. And uh, I encourage everyone to go get some memberships and, and let's just make this place rock next year. 100%. As anything to leave 2023 with? I'd like to echo your sentiments from earlier, Josh, in regards to um, wanting to hopefully build a better relationship with the club moving forward and um, be able to provide better content for our fans and listeners and um, more fun experience for ourselves as well as the hosts of the show. So, uh, yeah, really hoping for a brighter future for the club, for the fan base moving forward. Um, obviously, like Rob said before, it probably won't translate to on-field success immediately, but um, over time, in the long run, things are going to improve a lot a lot more, um, and it's hopefully going to be exciting times to be a Tiger moving forward. And yeah, uh, thank you as well to all of our listeners for the entire season. Uh, a lot of highs and lows, particularly lows on the on-field department, so it's been really good having the support of everyone listening uh, throughout the whole season, all our regulars in particular, uh, staying with us through thick and thin, listening to our rants, listening to our frustration and uh, group therapy, as we all like to call it. 100%. And if uh, anyone out there would like to yeah, sponsor the show, podcast at westlife.com. Um, yeah, as we head into 
2024. Fellas, what a great way to head into Christmas. Probably not so much for the the West Tigers staff members after Rob just dropped that bombshell at 100, uh, one hour and eight minutes into the show. But um, I yeah. like people to listen into every part of the show just in, can in we, case can they we, skip. West Tigers, if you're listening, please hire a sub-editor. Please, it's the, the grammatical errors on our social media posts is shitting me. Please, professional organisation for 2024. I know some people will think this is stupid. Aaron Thompson's this, demand. Yeah, as the stats man, hi, hi, as give as a job, <laughs> but just, just get spelling errors, uh, get your tweets and social posts grammatically correct. That's all I ask. Ask Santa for a sub editor. Righto, fellas, and all the ladies. Yeah, in the comments, um, Ben said, "Bring back Dan Talentai. He was a legend." Shouts to Dan, um, who's now working for the NRL. Righto, guys. Um, look. We'll see you there. As go the Sydney Thunder, uh, go the, the Big Bash. Same. No, go the Thunder. Little West. We're Western Sydney boys. We're going to support our Sydney Thunder. So uh, I'm looking uh, forward to this ending. I'm really looking forward to saying go the West Tigers tonight. Yeah, that's it's good. That's it's a good actually way to mean mean something again. One, and we one can't the heart, we, hey, Rob. We can't go it's, on air it's for the rest of the year. Coming in from the soul it. tonight, the absolute soul. Right, let us know in the comments, guys, as Rob just said. As always, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the West Life Podcast. Please follow us at West Life Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash West Life Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash West Life and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the West Life Podcast.